I know the Joe Girardi Report is brought to you by your participating Tri-State Buick GMC dealership, by Jersey Mike's, the official sub-sandwich of the Yankees, and by New York Community Bank and the NYCB family of banks. Visit them online at, at mynycb.com. And by Papa John's, Better Ingredients, Better Pizza, the preferred pizza of New York baseball. The manager of the Yankees is Joe Girardi. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? All right, Joe. Last week you said you thought your team was uh, about to snap out of it, and uh, you were prescient. They have uh, snapped out of it in Seattle, they did, and they've followed it up with a couple of wins against the Reds. Well, I should have probably just said it earlier, but no, I just felt that we were pitching a lot better. Our bullpen had been stabilized, and uh, you know, if we scored some runs, we were we were going to, to win a lot of games, and that's kind of what's happened. A couple of guys really... Uh, you know, helped lift the the team up. Number one, Didi, who's been on a major tear the last uh, 10 days or so. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. I mean, he's been outstanding. I mean, I look at the game in Seattle. He had the two home runs, and previously he had been one for 16 against Gallardo, and he's just and, – and it's power, too, and big hits at, at big times. He swung the bat extremely well. He's really only had about a two- or three-week tough stretch, and the rest of the year he has hit extremely well. Number two is uh, Gaudy, who has really shown a lot of power and been gotten some big hits for you. Yeah, I, I agree. He had the big one off of Felix Hernandez out there, and you know he can be extremely stingy, Felix. And um, Gaudy's played extremely well through this, um, and he's played some center too. We've moved him around, and he's adapted just fine. And number three is Frazier, who has been particularly good with runners in scoring position. Well, I mean, that's that's the money time, and that's when you want guys to be at their best. You know, guys that you can count on. And you're right, he has done a really, really good job, whether it's been in Seattle, whether it was against Cincinnati, you know, yesterday. He's come up with a lot of big hits for us. Kid is, you know, listen, he just, he's aggressive. He's not afraid. He's, uh, he likes the big spot. There's a lot to like about him. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. And he's enjoying what he's doing. He's played left and right, but uh, it hasn't really seemed to bother him, the pressure or being in the limelight. Um, I think he's enjoying every minute of this. Yeah, really. Uh, and in, an interesting kid. Now, you know, I don't know if he, uh, I guess people thought that maybe he was a little. You know, different, maybe more a kid who wouldn't fit into like the quote unquote Yankee ways, but he seems like he's fitting pretty well. Yeah, I, I, I think sometimes, you know, people forget how young he is as well. Um, you know, I always tell people at 22, you know, I still had a lot to learn and had a lot to learn on, you know, what to say, when to say it, how to act sometimes. And, and there was some, you know, there was still some college guy in me. And, and I think there were a lot of expectations when he came over that he was going to be this perfect prospect. Well, I mean, he's young, and he had the long red hair, and, and I think that probably brought a lot of attention upon him. But, I mean, he's really, at heart, he's a great kid, and he just wants to play, and he wants to be noticed by his play, for his play. I'll tell you this, Joe, um, and we're talking with Joe Girardi. No one could have predicted, especially off last year, what Judge has done. I mean, it's been remarkable. But... Almost as surprising to me is how good CC Sabathia has been. I mean, this year, I mean, nine and three, three four ERA. I mean, what he's done, start after start, really a tremendous, uh, really a wonderful job of uh, just reinventing himself as as a starting pitcher. You know, and that's what longevity is about in this game because you have to do it a couple different times, and he's. He really has done it, and, and you think about see, he's been the one guy you know in tough situations you could really count on this year where, where we really need him. You can go to the Saturday game in Boston after we lost a really tough game Friday. You know he hadn't thrown a whole lot. You know he didn't have a good start the first start. He threw a simulated game. 
We let him know on Friday that he might pitch, and he comes out and pitches a gem. I mean, that's CC's always been that guy that you could count on because of what's inside of him. Remarkable. And then Severino, who probably has been as good late in games as anybody in baseball this year. I mean, he. I remember being at a game against. I think it was Houston. I think it was maybe it was the game after Houston, the season series after Houston. But he was throwing a hundred late in the game. You left him in the game into the eighth inning that night. Uh, you know, he has. He's had great velocity late in the game. He's just been unbelievable. He's probably been as almost as good a starter as he's been in the American League this year. I would agree with that too. You know, and, and he doesn't have the wins, and and a lot of that's we've lost a lot of uh, leads late for him. Um, but his stuff does not fall off. Uh, and you know, you look at the last three starts he's had. Uh, it's probably as good a stretch as he's probably had, but. I mean, he's been dominant, and um, it's been fun to watch. It really has. I mean, tremendous, uh, tremendous performance by him right now. All right, the bullpen, uh, it's a very deep pen now. It's a new pen. There's a lot of pieces to it right now. Uh, we watched you had a rescue Batansis the other night. You still don't have your big guys clicking. What's going on with Batansis right now? You know, he had thrown about seven or eight pretty good outings before that, and he just lost his strike zone again. He couldn't throw the fastball for strikes, and he was struggling with his breaking ball. And, you know, I felt like I had to go get him. I, I didn't necessarily want to do it, but I felt like I had to go get him in that situation. And it's just been it's been a struggle for him this year. I, I can't tell you exactly why. Um, but it has. It seems like Chapman's gotten better, um, which is good. And the other guys are throwing extremely well. But, um, you know, like I said, the, the seven or eight previous outings, Dellen had thrown pretty good until the other night. So you got a lot of guys out there now, and you're good with bullpens. Uh, and you like to get guys their rest, which gives you a lot of versatility with this. Do you want to see guys here uh, adjust to roles and be flexible? Is that your game plan here with your very deep bullpen? Or do you want, would you rather put guys into more defined roles? Um, that was the speech I had with them when we got to Seattle. Obviously, they all arrived in Minnesota on that day game and they got there about the second or third inning. And then that first day in Seattle, I said, Look, I've had, I, in this room, I have two guys that have been closers this year, two guys that have been eighth inning guys. I have two other guys that have pitched in the seventh and eighth because of somebody needed a day, off, day, uh, a day off. So you're going to have to be flexible. I'm going to ask you, you might one day pitch in the seventh, one day you might go in the sixth, one day you might pitch in the eighth. But just be prepared somewhat from the sixth on. And if it's earlier than that, um, I, we will try to prepare you. So um, they have welcomed them with open arms. They've said they'll do anything that we need them to do. They just want to win. What do you know about this one guy? You know Robinson, so you know everything about him. What are you learning or know, or have you found out about, uh, about Canely right now? Well, I mean, he's living up to the numbers that he had put up until this point. That's what I've seen. And, you know, pitching here in New York hasn't seemed to phase him. Um, he's obviously very quick to home plate, so it's hard to, to run on him. He's a strikeout guy, which is unbelievable changeup. You know, and the one thing that I kind of studied this year, and I was asked about it the other day, only five times has he went more than three outs. And I think three times were in July. So it's not something this year he's done a lot with. So in the back of your mind, you say, is that the reason he's been successful? Is it is it something that's better for him physically and it, and it helps him respond? And it's something that I got to kind of feel out here a little bit because the year before, he was used for multiple innings, and it wasn't quite as successful. So, yeah, I mean, that's the idea of trying to find out what these guys go. I mean, you know what Robinson is, and he can always yeah. be a high-wire act. He's fearless. We know what he is. We know what he can do. He's proven. We know that. We know Batances. We know Chapman. 
He's new. And you're still kind of learning about Green. I mean, we, we uh, as you go along here, but everything you're seeing is good. Oh, I mean, his numbers are as good as anyone's down there in the bullpen. You know, and sometimes he gets overlooked because yep. he hasn't been a true eighth or ninth inning guy, but he's an extremely valuable piece there. And the, and the other guy is Warren. Yep. His numbers have been great. And he gives you a lot of options because he's he's the one guy down there that has four pitches. And that's unusual for a And bullpen. he's fearless, too. Yeah. Yeah, he so, is. And he's got great fastball command. So he gives you a different look as well. And you can bring – so he's a guy you feel comfortable bringing in with guys on base and bringing – even coming into a bases loaded situation because he can throw strikes, right? Yeah, he's, he's not going to walk people. Yeah, and, you know, he did a great job. I mean, he's been put in some tough spots, too, and he's, and he's delivered a lot of times. So you, you got a lot of guys to, to mix and match there. And, you know, uh, I was saying to Cash the other day, you know, the 96 Yankees won a lot of games where the starter went five innings, whether it was Coney, whether it was Jimmy Key. You know that. You caught those yeah. teams. You know how many times the bullpen went and pitched the six, seven, eight, nine. You have the same kind of capabilities here. Who is the most genuine of them as a long man? Uh, or a guy who can go, say, two innings more consistently than the others? Is there one that stands out in that role? Um, are you talking about the four relievers, or are you talking about Green and Warren? I'm talking all six. I mean, which one do you think is the guy who you're more you're more likely to bring in for the fifth and sixth innings or, or maybe try yeah. to stretch out a little more? Oh, it would be Green and Warren. Okay. Either one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the other guys, you're really going to use them in the more shorter roles, obviously, but you still feel comfortable that either one, Green or Warren, can give you that length if you need them. Yeah, I feel like they can give you six, seven, eight outs if you need it. And the other guys, you know, you start looking at, you know, could they give you six? Probably. Would you like it to be less? Yes. Is four a possibility? Absolutely. But, you know, that, that fifth and sixth out is kind of a gray area. How far away is Hicks? Um, he's supposed to go on rehab. Our hope is when we go on this road trip. But the tricky thing about him is he's got to get at bats left-handed and right-handed. Do you feel that you need to do anything with Ellsbury since he's never been in this role before? It's just, you know, that's the way it works out. Well, I think communication is the most important thing. So he has heads up when he's going to play and what situations we might not we might use him when he's not starting. And, and that's what we've been trying to do. How do you feel about first base right now? Uh, I, I mean, I think Headley's done a tremendous job, you know, and he's he swung the bat, you know, really well uh, after he got out of that little slump. And, you know, if I give Headley a day off, it's probably going to be against the right-hander and play Garrett Cooper, and he's done a decent job too. How did he feel about moving to first base? And I know he's a team guy, but was he okay about going to first base? The day we made the trade, it, obviously I think it was Tuesday night, after I did the media, he came in my office and says, I'll do whatever you want. You want me to go to first base? I'll go to first base. If you want me to play third base, I'll play third base. I'll do whatever you want. Well, that's why, and that's why you like having him on the team, right? I mean, yeah, he's that I kind mean, of guy. He's always been that kind of guy for you, right? I mean, that's, and, and you yeah. know what? He goes to post every day. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing about him. He's always ready to play. The other thing is Sanchez and his defense. Do you feel yeah. like it's getting? Uh, he's settling down there uh, as the season progresses. I still think it's a work in progress. I, I still think there's a, there's a lot of room for improvement. We are working on it. We are talking to him, and it's just you know I, I talk about. You know, for a catcher, there's there's a big difference between being a big league catcher and catching in the minor leagues. There's a lot of situations that you have to deal with, sign stealing, all this stuff that you have to deal with that you don't have to deal with in the minor leagues. And it's it's a process, and it takes time. You know, interesting, Joe, I had Pudge Rodriguez in here uh, 
two days ago, okay? And he had a book out. There's a new book out, okay? Here's a guy who made the All-Star team 14 times, uh, was the Silver Slugger nine times. Uh, you know what he was as a catcher and everything. And he made this statement, which I'm sure you can, uh, you know, talk to. He said, I never spent one minute on my offense ever. I went up and I just hit. Everything I did was for my catching. All my preparation was for catching. Everything I did, game plan, was for catching. I never spent two minutes on my offense. I, I, I didn't either. I always felt like if, if my focus was on my offense, my focus was wrong. Because I've always felt that a, a, a great catcher can save a lot of runs. And, and I know they don't go down as RBIs, but the pitcher's ERA is extremely important. And, and you can save your team a lot of runs and change the complexion of a lot of games. And I always felt if I'm going to the cage, spending too much time in the cage, I'm not doing my work defensively. Can, does Sanchez have to do that even though he can be this prolific hitter? Can he, can he do the same thing? Can he have the same approach? He has to. I'm, it's the most important thing because you can argue that the catcher is the most important defensive player. No on the question. Field. No question. You know, yeah. because you have to handle 12 to 13 guys. You have to know them all. You have to know how to get the opposing hitters out. They have to have trust in you, faith in you, believe that you're going to do everything you can to get them through nine innings. And that's why you're so important. And that's not something that is probably harped and harped upon in the minor leagues because you're developing them. It's, 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 it's a different feel. You're, try, you're worried about yourself and what I need to do to get better. But now you really have to focus on those other 12 guys, and you better focus on your defense. This is a Tampa team that pitches, no surprise, but hits and hits home runs, surprise. So it's a different Tampa team, right? It's a much different Tampa team than the Tampa teams in a sense that were good years ago because they do hit the ball out of the ballpark a lot, and they have guys with a lot of power, and they have left-handed power as well. So it's a little – Probably not quite as aggressive. Yes. Do they have guys who can steal bases? Yes. But maybe not the team speed that they used to have, but they hit the ball out of the ballpark. You know, the smoke clears after you guys go like 10 and 21, and you're right there. So, uh, you know, and now you've gotten it back going again. So the Red Sox didn't take advantage during that bad stretch you guys had over a month, and that right now it's a very, very tight pennant race. You know, I think you could probably argue that every team has had a bad couple of weeks or maybe a bad month, and that's why we're all so close, and they've had their good months. And uh, it should be quite a finish. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Mike. All right, Joe Girardi, there you go. As they get ready to take on Tampa this evening, CC against uh, Archer. And Joe has said that he has felt that Sanchez's defense has been a work in progress, that it has to get better. Uh, that it's you know been lacking in some areas. And again, remember what Pudge Rodriguez said the other day, never spent one minute. And here's a guy who batted in the middle of the order. Here's a guy, not every day, but oh, a lot of the time. And here's a guy in Sanchez who obviously is a big offensive player, but again, defense first for catcher, which shows you the strain it puts on being a great hitter and shows you that when you are a great hitter, a la Piazza, a la Bench, Shows you how much you're accomplishing uh, at the catcher position. Back after this.